Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. All right, so today we're going to talk about social media and ROI. And I will tell you, Corey, we spend, I feel like I talk to the account teams about this all the time. We've spent so much time creating, managing, engaging in something related to social media for medical practices. And I'm always like, are we getting the right return on investment? Is it worth you know spending 60% of our time sometimes on these platforms instead of doing something else? And how do we really track ROI? So I think you've got um, a handful of tips on what a practice can do to really take a look at their social media spend, you know, whether it's time or dollars, and put together some kind of mechanism so they can track the return on investment and, and really make a decision on what's worth going after you know, in the future versus you know, pulling back on. So really excited to hear about your tips. Yeah, so in a perfect world, we would be able to say, okay, patient X saw us on Facebook, then they went to the website, then they scheduled an appointment, then they had a surgery, and we know that patient is now worth $5,500, and we, we spent you know an hour of our time to do this. That would be fantastic. Uh, sometimes that's the case, but oftentimes attributing where they're coming from is not that easy, um, partly due to HIPAA, partly due to just constraints within digital, and then also partly due to just the way that consumers and patients sort of interact with content now. Um, It's not usually a one-to-one where I see an an ad or a post on social, and then I go to the website and I complete these steps in this sort of linear fashion and go from point A to point C, and it's very simple. Usually... I'll see a post, it doesn't really apply to me or I'm not thinking about it. Then I'll go about my day. Maybe I'll check out the website. Then maybe I'll pick up the phone randomly or maybe I'll do a completely different Google search or maybe I'll see a billboard for um, the area's uh, local cataract surgeon, right? And then I check out the Facebook. Then I forget about it for six months. So I say all that to say that uh, finding the, the right way to sort of attribute where people come from is a little bit challenging, but what we find a lot of times is that medical practices um, that we work with, if we're when we're setting these things up, they haven't really even tried to determine these things. So I got a couple of tips on how to at least start to do this. So number one is to look at the clicks to your website by source. And what I mean by that is on your website, you have most likely Google Analytics or some other similar platform that's tied in. And your website company, um, or maybe you have access to this yourself, you can actually go into Google Analytics and you can go to um, the traffic source and then see where people are coming from. So you can actually get a, a really quick, easy breakdown 
of who's coming from organic search, meaning that they type in your name and then they click on the listing and they wind up on your website. And you can see if people are clicking from social or maybe an email campaign that you're doing. Um, and, and this won't tell you exactly how many people are converting into patients, but it will tell you how effective, for example, your social media is at driving people to your website. So if you're including links in your posts, this is a great way to see if they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I think, um, Corey, we had this week, we had this um, large ear, nose, throat practice, and they wanted to do a competitor analysis. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. They they wanted to do a big competitor analysis against all their competitors. And, you know, they've got five offices, I think 12 doctors, maybe 10 audiologists, something like that. I mean, they're a good mid-sized to large practice. You know, they're not in the big scale, but they're right there in the middle. And um, we were looking against a handful of practices that were smaller, but one of them we were looking at had like 80 doctors, 56 offices, like 61 audiologists, something like that. And hand like time and time again, we were leading on website traffic, social traffic, um, backlinks, like all of that. And it just kind of dawned on me that the true ROI is, is seen in the long game. And so as you're talking about like clicks to website by source and things of that nature, um, the, the true ROI is when you look at how you stack up against others. You know, oh, yes, sure. it's going to be the day-to-day of how many clicks you're getting to your website or where you're attributing them from. But the fact is, is like this practice that we were talking to was double digits over the next nearest competitor, which was probably four times their size. And it was because we had been at it since um, 2000. We had been at it for nine years with things going on YouTube. And nine years, we'd been focused on YouTube and Facebook. And that had built them this huge advantage as they look to grow in the future. And so there's so much to be said about that. And it starts with, you know, the website by source and, and putting in these proper tracking mechanisms, but the real ROI is big picture. I felt like I had to get that out. Hey guys, Corey here, co-host of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. And I wanted to interrupt this episode just for a minute to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. So Insight Training Solutions is an ongoing employee engagement and training platform for your medical practice, meaning employees can log on and take these medical practice specific trainings whenever and wherever they are. And each training is meant to increase employee engagement, improve practice reputation, and develop some patient service mindsets. If we're being honest, something that we all know some of the employees may lack, not uh, calling anybody out by name, but uh, one of the cool things about Insight Training Solutions is they're always developing new content and they just released 10 steps to a phenomenal patient experience where you'll learn how to create a phenomenal patient experience, strengthen job security, and discover customer service secrets for your entire team. So this course is in addition to the other ones they already have, which include communication across generations and how to understand today's multi-generational workforce and how to develop overall patient experience. This is another course, the new approach to customer service. We've also got eight ways to wow patients and you can sign up for a free trial to see what everything is about uh, at insighttrainingsolutions.io. That's insighttrainingsolutions.io or just Google Insight Training Solutions. You'll be glad you did. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and th that's a great point. You know, and I, I think I, I said in that meeting where we were discussing that with the client, you know, you only get one chance to make your first impression. So that's why you want your website, your social media, um, whatever platform you're on to actually look good. Because like and I gave that example earlier where maybe I see a billboard and then I, I'm on Instagram and I just think of the practice randomly. I type in the name to see what's going on. Well, being on Instagram isn't just enough for your practice. You actually have to be in it. You have to be using it. You have to be posting on it because again, maybe my first impression was the billboard and I thought, well, okay, maybe that applies to me. That seems like it's close to home. Let me see what's going on. I don't want to check out the website. Not that committed just yet. Um, but I do have the, you know, this other avenue that's there. So let me take a look and see what's going on. So um, you know, even if it's not generating clicks, it, it is about creating um, this this brand on the, the digital space and in your office. And all those things have to kind of line up to deliver the experience that I'm expecting. So if you say that you're the area's uh, premier um, cataract surgeon in that example I used earlier, well, then when I go to your office, it you know, it can't be dingy and dirty and cluttered because that doesn't seem premier to me. You said that you were the premier one. I'm going to trust you to, you know, operate on my eyes. Then, you know, it better be a nice looking place. Yeah. Especially after, if you listen to that episode we did on Warby Parker, you know, huge difference. You got to be, if you're clean and fresh on your website, you need to be clean and fresh in all your marketing. And everything just, needs to match. Absolutely. All right. What's your next tip? Okay, so um, not to get like too nerdy, but you can also look at um, how people convert on your newsletter. So a lot of people, um, we are big proponents of this when we launch a new website for someone where we want them to have an opt-in uh, for a newsletter so that they can sign up and, and get either information or let's say if it's a, a med spa or there's some sort of like discount offer sometimes, um, we want people on an email list because... Um, regardless of what you may have heard, email is still very effective in marketing. Um, and so one thing that we can attribute, going back to the social media idea, is we can say, um, we can track when someone goes from social to the website and then signs up for an email. So we know when they become an email subscriber from social, and that's another win for your social platforms. You know, um, I was in a client account meeting yesterday talking about a direct primary care physician who we work with. And she's got a big, um, big following on Instagram Megan on our team runs that account. She's got a big following on Instagram. She's been super active on Instagram recently. And she has um, shared, they shared with us in the team meeting this week that she's gotten two new concierge memberships because she's direct, direct, direct care with concierge. She's gotten two new concierge memberships off of Instagram in the last week because of the activity. And so it's things like that. Like, yes, we need to track it, but we also need to track it, ask the provider if they received it, are those the good leads, things of that nature? Because I think it's one thing to just show a report, but it's another thing to hear directly from the practice or the provider that those are good qualified leads and they're actually turning into something, which in this case, um, she said, you know, they were great and they signed up and, and she's happy. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and the, the reports, like you said, it's, it's sort of, uh, it's one tool in the toolbox, right? And so this data sort of informs the strategy that we're going to then use uh, in terms of spend 
in terms of um, time and effort and what we're focused on, what we want the providers and the team to focus on. Uh, so the numbers sort of help back this this up. But yeah, you actually need to complete that picture as well. Um, and so with that said, last tip, uh, and this one I think is super simple and it kind of, um, if you don't want to get into the weeds of creating um, the, all the source attribution and, and um, reporting and all of that stuff, if you have a, uh, let's say a, a website page that you just created, uh, maybe it's a blog post, or maybe you create one on its own. Um, if you create this sort of special landing page just for social, and you know that the only way that people are going to get there is from your social, then you can just look at that page and see how many hits that you're getting. And that is a one-to-one, 100% foolproof way to see how effective your social media is without digging through a bunch of reports. Yes, you're still going to need Google Analytics, but it's super simple to say, okay, I created this page on uh, September 1st. The post went out on September 2nd, and there's no way to get to it unless you're looking at that post. So give it a couple of days, and then you can go back and see that you got, oh, 37 hits from that. That means that the post that you created drove 37 people to the website, and then you can make the determination if that was a successful um, spend and, and if the ROI is there for you. Wow. I could just see how that could unfold for practices. Um, yeah, I think that that's, that's an easy way. That's an easy way to do it, but there's so many outside factors when it comes to social oh, yeah. media. And I think that's the bigger thing is that, you know, when you're looking at ROI, the long game, you have to be in, you have to be on social and you have to be in social and you've been building your audience and now you've got something to tell your audience and you've got to be telling them something that they want to hear. And I go back to that, you know, long presentation we just did for this big ENT group looking to grow, you know, hand like every day of the week, they're beating the, the closest competition, which is like four times their size because they made an investment. And even when the numbers weren't showing it, necessarily, they doubled down on that investment and it has paid dividends to them. And so I think ROI with social media is a little bit like in the eye of the beholder. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just depends how you're looking at it and what your investment is worth. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you better be doing something and you better have a strategy. And with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. Thanks a bunch. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.